Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer our thanks to purpleptsd.com and Vikings Territory for giving us a chance to post our podcasts over there. Be sure to check out great Vikings coverage over at purpleptsd.com and Vikings Territory. Cal, we're back with a much different result than what we've been talking about uh, lately. Uh, very, very large blowout there. Uh, and I'm yep. kind of curious to you, maybe as we start, I don't know if you're kind of a, yeah, let's di- dissect this and really figure out what's happening or kind of, you know what, throw it out, throw the film out, just move on to the next game and, and kind of forget mm-hmm. this ever happened. Where, where I guess... Are you right. uh, within? I know also you've got some yeah. football experience and you're a coach. And so maybe the idea of throwing a football film out is, uh, is yeah. a painful idea for you. Well, so here's the thing. So if you're, if you're the coaching staff, I don't think you throw film. <laughs> I think you, even if you don't necessarily give it the same uh, 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 dedication and care that you would other games, perhaps. But I, and I will say, I mean, yeah, I coach football nowhere near uh, this level, not even in the same stratosphere. But I, I think I imagine the coaches will will work their way through this film. But I do wonder if um, I don't like Thursday football. I, I don't I don't think it's a good idea personally. Um, however, I will admit that you know Thanksgiving football is very charming, and I do think a lot of the even though like we're in Canada or we're in Canada, we don't have the same Thanksgiving. But I do think it's kind of a fun tradition. And so I wonder if in this week there is a sense of not relief, but like where you just kind of by necessity, you have to put it in the rearview mirror. You know what I mean? Like you just, you can't dwell on it because you got a game. Here we are talking Monday morning, Thursday night, I believe, Sam. Thursday night, I think is when I play. Um, yeah, we got a game against the Patriots, dude. Bill Belichick's coming to town, right? Like, and that's uh, that's reason to get to work. You know what I mean? So I, I would think that for the players, it's basically like a burn the film kind of situation. Um to me, this is not concerning, really. And yeah, it's not really particularly concerning. Is is, is my read on it? But I mean, I don't know. We're, we, you know, some of that you, you watched. Were you concerned by what you saw, or do you think this is, you know, take some of the wind out of their sails? Or I don't know. Where where are you at with this one? Yeah, it's interesting. Eh? Like I, I don't really. It just there there was a lack of traction uh, the whole game. Oh yeah, it felt like oh, it started with that Parson sack, like. Um, Parsons just ripped by Darasaw there, and it uh, yeah. the the fumble to fumble there, like for them, the defense to hold them to a field goal there, uh, was great, huge, like yeah. huge. And like the fact yeah. that it was 3 3, it, it felt like I was like, you know what, okay, there's they're okay, yeah. but um, I think certainly people can point to some of the substitutions that were there, uh, mm-hmm. this week, some some different guys that you're missing some of your uh, cornerback depth, but it just felt like, um, inability to get traction and I guess really like you you hit on it in the sense of when talk about throwing out the film it's more of a player mentality of you know what we're on the next one and and again I don't know if it's better or worse to have this quick turnaround on Thursday night Um, Mm -hmm. in some ways I feel like maybe it's it's better in the sense of you know what yeah you you can sit there and and a loss is a loss whether you lose in heartbreaking fashion or you lose uh a game like this where it felt like I, I don't know the Vikings came back last week so it didn't feel like it was over until it was like really moved into the second half there and you just realized that nothing was going um mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, they had no fight really at all. Um, no. But like, I mean, I had the same reaction that there's an initial sack fumble. I think, Frig, there's Micah Parsons, you know, exactly the person who you were probably most worried about and that he could just totally ruin your game. Um, but then the defense held up strong. You're thinking, all right, you know, okay, well, mate, we'll, we'll see here. And, um, but it, just, it started spiraling and there was really no, um, no sense at all that the Vikings had much fight. Now, I'm going to float a theory. I'm going to, I think, probably write about this today and uh, get something out. But my thinking is that this is the, I'm going to call it the, the miracle effect, the Minneapolis miracle effect, or Minnesota miracle, depending on how you want to call it. But if you recall, Sam, you know, the Vikings have that just sensational win, the Minneapolis miracle, Stefan Diggs, incredible. You know, they, like they're just, you know, the, the joy, right? And the excitement and then coming down off that high and they went into the Philadelphia game and it just did not go well. And, and similar to this, like it, it started, they actually went out and had a, a touchdown drive to begin the game, Kyle Rudolph, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, 7-7 seven, seven game, you're thinking, all right, this is close. And then it just spirals and they have no fight. And I think mentally sometimes it is so hard to get back up again after a win like that. Um, and so with the Vikings... That, you know, the Bills game was their seventh straight win to come back in the manner that they did. And basically, I don't think this undermines the sense that the Vikings are a for real legit team. You know, they're still eight and two. They still went into Buffalo and took down the Bills after being down 17. Um, but this to me just strikes me as the kind of game where they just, it's so hard to come back up after that. And I almost think it's like a little bit of like the miracle effect um, is kind of my read on it. It was almost like a mental thing rather than. Uh, you know, their guys are just uh, way more muscular, way faster. You know, they're physically, they're so much better. I don't necessarily, you know, I, I just think, yeah, they got good players. We got good players too. Mentally, we just, maybe we're not in this game. Um, that would be my read on it. But I, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it's the classic fan talk your way through. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You just rationalize it. Yeah, yeah it, um, yeah, I, I, I think that feels like the best theory possible in some ways, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. to just, you know what, you had a great win. Uh, I think if you say you're, you win one of Buffalo D- Dallas coming into it um, with the record they had, you're like, yep, yeah, yeah. we'll take that. Uh, 100%. Cer- certainly the fashion that they lost uh, wasn't great, but yeah, it just lacked mojo, lacked mm-hmm. uh, traction, lack whatever, whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um, really wasn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a fun game for a Dallas Cowboys fan to watch. Like I'm sure you love watching team put up a bunch of points, but um, right. yeah. Well, you know what, man? I think at this point, if you were to flip the script and you just said, "Hey, Vikings fans, you were gonna play this game and and win forty to three, and it was gonna be so dominant that both backup quarterbacks are gonna be playing in the fourth quarter, kind of thing." Like basically, both teams are gonna just get this over. Um, I think Vikings fans would take it because the games have been so stressful. <laughs> so I think for, you know, for Vikings fans, they would have loved it if it was reversed. Oh, absolutely. Not, not to say that you don't enjoy it, but more just like the actual viewing experience of watching like a close game. And yeah. Watching. Not a good viewing experience. Like, it, that's, that's more to the point. Like, it mm-hmm. really. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. It, it was kind of like, I don't know about you. I actually enjoyed it. The broadcast felt different. Like you, you got the, the uh the 430 game Dallas Cowboys you got the yeah the A team on the the broadcast yeah, Romo. Booth and, uh, yeah. it was like it just it it felt different uh and 
it just the, the game wasn't there. I guess, I guess maybe a question I can have for you about this is, uh, and we haven't really talked about this much, but I know there's the whole Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. versus Kirk Cousins um, prime mm-hmm. time and, and these other times. Like, how much of that do you buy into? Uh, to a certain extent, I, I buy into it uh, just because, you know, it's one of those ones where it happens with such regularity that you kind of wonder a little bit, right? Where it's, you know, does he put more pressure on himself in these moments, perhaps? 425, I don't really think anything of it, like the late afternoon slot. No, I don't. Um, I don't put anything into that at all. What I will say is that. Uh, what I will say is that this year, by and large, he has overcome a lot of those criticisms. Previous criticisms about him not being clutch, not performing, you know, the game's most critical moments, leading his team to win, so on and so forth. He has basically uh, dismantled. I don't know if that's too strong of a word, but a lot of those criticisms, he has basically just overcome them. You know what I mean? And and been so clutch just in so many different instances. And so I would be very curious to see again. I will be very curious to see again, you know, and on Thursday, uh, how he plays. There should be no lack of motivation. You're playing the Patriots on Thanksgiving. You just got beat badly, as badly as you'll ever get beat. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, if you can't find some motivation here, then uh, you know, I, I I don't know, right? And and then pushing yourself nine and two, golly, who who would have predicted nine and two? And and really, who could be disappointed with that record? You know what I mean? So there's still so much that like Vikings fans shouldn't even really be discouraged necessarily, or yeah, maybe frustrated that you wasted some of your time on Sunday. But I mean, they're still in such a great position. They really are. I think like it's it would be a shame to come away from this reeling and start to like press oh, the yeah. panic button. No, like, okay. there there is uh, like, still eight and two, uh, yeah. and still have such a comfortable lead in the uh, division. Not to say that anything's wrapped up. Um, I'm just looking at it now. The uh, the the Detroit Lions are now holding second place in uh, <laughs> in the in the division of four and six. I tell you, that's just as it was all predicted. The Vikings at eight and two, and then the Lions firmly in second place at four and six. Just what we all thought would happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we're we're on the same page, and we we always try to stay positive, um, look ahead. And I, I again, I don't think the panic button's worth uh, hitting in, in any sense. You, you, it's going to take a few games of that to to really mm-hmm. do that. Uh, yeah, man. I want to transition to the positive, but before I do that. If you were to guess what the Vikings differential point differential is as an eight and two team at this point in the season, what would you say? What, what would you be your guess? It's possible that after yesterday's game, it's in the negative now, just because they won so many close games and then their losses have been by multiple scores, right? So, you know, week one, week two, maybe cancel each other out. And then it's been a lot of really close games. It's it's possible that it's basically even par. It's it's negative two, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I, I was kind of I I quickly checked that out last night because I was kind of interested. I was like, there's been a lot of three point wins or uh, right, right, um, right, even less. But again, well, let's take the positive. I guess one of the things I sometimes ask in a loss uh, to you is: Is there any positives to take away from this game? Uh, this game feels like maybe it's even a little bit harder to do so. 
but mm-hmm. uh, maybe whether it's an individual performance or just um, yeah, Greg. something that <laughs> I, I don't one, know. I, again, I'm I know maybe we're we're pulling it uh, um, at something that's not there, but is there anything for you that you're like, you know what, that, uh, that, well, that was good or yeah, that was I, okay. I or I don't know. I mean, Ryan Wright had seven punts averaged 48.3 of punts for them landed inside of 20. Um, that's pretty good. Um, you know, Andrew Booth jr. Uh, yeah, they targeted him a lot and he made some mistakes, but at least he got some good experience. Um, and, 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 you know, I think for a young guy who hasn't played much, you know, it's productive too. Even if you don't play as well as you're hoping, you know, maybe you can see, you know, how our team's going to attack me. What are they trying to do? What, what did I do well and not as well? And maybe there's, you know, productive things coming out of that. So it's hard, frankly, to be overly positive. about <laughs> if you're at a, I mean, Ryan Wright had some nice punts, you know, and then I guess some of the depth guys, a little more film and 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 kind of see what they you know some of the reps they won and some of they didn't and, and go from there yeah so well i know that we we uh you've mentioned ryan right before yeah i think when we talked yeah. about the eagles um yeah. that it's never a good start um when when that's the the player that you're highlighting is yeah, is the, yeah, the yeah. performance but again i it's it's my maybe not worth it i think maybe like you said you talked to the depth players like I, you do have nine different players at a reception. Um, hmm. So there's something there, I guess, at least in terms of players getting some, uh, mm-hmm. some play time. Like really you haven't had the opportunity for guys like depth guys to come in and really do much because you've been fighting for every game. Uh, so yeah. while yeah. you'd certainly wish that it's in a blow win versus a blow loss, um, I'm certainly glad that glad that Nick Mullins uh, even gets to to play some game time. Uh, yeah, right. Because right. Um, absolutely hope that never an injury comes up, especially to to someone like Kirk Cousins. But uh, mm-hmm. for your first action to be later in the season or or playoff time, and and that's the first time you're hitting the field. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I don't know how much. Uh, a blow game matters of you you stepping on the field but uh it it feels like at least just an opportunity for some guys to to play that otherwise wouldn't uh maybe right. is a small positive you can take from this game sure sure and so for especially yeah giving them a chance and coach them up maybe a, a touch better and um um one thing i'll add there too so darisar left the game and then the early word for me in Rappaport, and then I think Josh Fry wrote a bit some PTSD uh, that Dare saw. It doesn't look like he'll be available on Thursday, which I think is obviously the right call. Um, you know, just let him let him get healthy for goodness' sake. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, I like I'm I'm of the mind that you make sure that players are ready, and then give them another game. Uh, yeah, especially yeah. with a head injury like that's just you don't yeah. mess around with that. I know like Zadarius Smith is uh, battling the knee injury. Like if mm-hmm. if both those guys, uh, certainly Darisaw, you said, has been ruled out. Uh, if you say, um, Zedary Smith, hey, you know what? Take take a take a week. It's a short turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not worth it to for the, for a guy like that to injure himself any further um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and get the rest. So, 
I don't think there's anything else to talk about with this game. Um, no, yeah, that's that's it. But maybe we can look ahead to to the Patriots, and I think the Patriots certainly have this um, aura about them, if you want to say that, or or that they're they're six and four. Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw right. the game yesterday, um, but it was yeah. a real um, dud. <laughs> I, I can say maybe the, the yeah. it was three three up until the last minute of the fourth quarter. Um, with a punt return for for a touchdown for them to beat the Jets uh, 10-3. I don't think anyone's going to take the Patriots lightly in any way, but also um, I think it would be nice and certainly very reasonable for the Vikings to come away with a win on Thursday night. Right. I, I think the Vikings should probably be favored even with the poor effort on Sunday. What I will say, though, is, and I didn't even realize this was the case, but the Patriots actually have the second-best defense in the NFL. They're al- allowing 16.9 points a game, which is pretty elite stuff. So, you know, the offense is, is 20th with 21.3 points a game. But um, I think it'd be foolish to assume. I don't think Sam's assuming this. And certainly, I'm not assuming this. It'd be foolish to assume that this would be an easy game or one that, you know, we just, you know, the Vikings basically just bounce back and it'd be, you know, we're all good. We got we got the Patriots in the schedule. Uh, I expect it to be a pretty tough competitive game. You know, they're fighting for their playoff lives at, at six and four. You know what I mean? Like they're fighting for the division and fighting for wild card spots. They probably won't win the division, but um, they're right in it, right? So it'll probably be a good game from them. And uh, I'll just be curious to see what the approach is um to try to maybe confuse Mac Jones perhaps or or um and then even you know offensively too like I always lean towards defense but um how are you going to overcome how are you going to try and outsmart Belichick in his defense it's a tall task tall task so we'll see yeah I the uh I would rather go against I feel a really good defense than a really good offense um at this point with the Vikings and, and their setup. I don't know if that's from your standpoint too. Like in some ways, like the Vikings offense is feels like their strength at this point. And so um, right. you kind of, it's a, it's an interesting matchup. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there is this thing with the Patriots where they're not as good as they used to be, obviously uh, right. with yeah, still sure. the, the concern that, you know what, They've they've they have Bill Belichick over there, and whatever you think about him, uh, post Brady, uh, still a good coach. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I am I I am excited to watch them on uh, on Thursday night football, and and I know this is Thanksgiving, like you said, we're in Canada, so the Thanksgiving in November is always a, a little bit of a, a strange. Although mm-hmm. in some ways, I I think it's actually a a good uh, good setup. I, I like that. Um, and I feel like as, as Canadians who are football fans, we kind of get to enjoy some of the, the benefits of, uh, mm-hmm. of the American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Any other notes or any other thoughts in terms of Patriots and, and Vikings this week, uh, whether it's about the Patriots or whether, but what you're hoping to see from the Vikings? No, I think, no, uh, I'll keep it fairly general. And, and then I think from there, you're basically just looking to as, 
I don't know, it sounds lame or too basic or what, but like you're basically just looking to, in a sense, get back to the basics, right? Like um, run the ball well, generate explosive plays, you know, off of play action if you can, right? Like do things that allow you to thrive. And then defensively, goodness, we didn't see any sacks at all on TV yesterday for the Vikings. Um, so generate pressure, uh, create turnovers. Um, goodness, be a, a tough run defense, please, you know, kind of thing. Um, just all those things that kind of go into actually winning a football game. And so uh, nothing too, too much to add, just mostly because we're just fresh off of that, that brutal loss. Um, and then basically, you know, once we get a chance to digest that a little bit, we'll uh, maybe have a few more thoughts for the Patriots. Yeah. No, I, I think that uh... – that makes sense. Again, we'll uh, we will certainly be back. We'll I guess we'll be posting on Friday this week. Uh, yeah, um, right, right. With the the plan as we as we record uh, the day after after game. So uh, maybe we can wrap up the Vikings talk there. And I know one of the things I've kind of been in and out of is talking about the Wild. And uh, sometimes I don't talk about it just because we uh, we've got a limited time window here, or sometimes there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, but I know updated a little bit last week on what was happening. Uh, not a great week this week either, although neat story. And I don't know if you heard about this, Kyle, but uh, Alex Goligoski, uh, mm-hmm. defenseman who's been scratched yep. uh, a lot. He's actually, uh, he'd only played two games since October 20th uh, and uh, got back in the lineup and somehow found his way out on, on uh, in the overtime in the three on three and scored mm-hmm. the game winner. Uh, right. So right. pretty right. emotional Oh, yeah. um, for him and need and it sounds like just there's an article written about it and just you could see that even when he's back in the dressing room like just the emotion of and the frustration of here's a player who's played uh, a very long NHL career actually played uh, as a teammate with his GM uh, Bill Guerin uh, back in <laughs> that, I didn't know that that's funny that shows how long you've been around um, right but yeah, for a guy like that to be able to to step in and uh, go back in the lineup and then have a special moment like that, those are those are the moments that make sports uh, a lot of fun and and really special. Mm-hmm. So, amen to we'll, that. We'll uh, we'll wrap up there. We'll be back, like I said, Friday to talk about uh, Vikings and happy Thanksgiving to all the American listeners. Uh, we will be back. Friday and hopefully talking about a win. Take care, everyone.